Good morning for Northeast by Midwest. I am Jonathan Jones. So today, I'm going to talk about navigating the internet. Navigating the internet. I'd like to deal with this kind of in two ways. Uh, how I try to do that personally, and then as well as a parent. Um, you know, the internet's a wonderful thing, right? I mean, you can get on YouTube, you can find just about anything you need from fixing your car to baking a cake and everything in between i mean my gracious if you want to build a house you could probably do it on youtube right (laughs) and so you know the reality is the internet has a lot of wonderful things it's endless you can search for just about anything good or bad on the internet and so there's so many good things out there right Uh, some of you probably make money off the internet um you know as a as a church, we have been able to broadcast in the same way <clears throat> with this podcast. I can broadcast all around the world. So there's a lot of really wonderful blessings with the internet, and I'm very thankful for it. But there's also a lot of curses, if you will. You know, uh, the rampant pornography that's on the internet, uh, the, the you know, sex slave industry, whether it's here in America or around the world, that is propagated because of the internet. Things that our eyes can't, can't unsee that we can see on the internet um, in a variety of different ways, um, whether it's of some, something uh, sexual or we've even, you know, seen in, in past years where people uh, inadvertently or purposely have filmed, uh, whether it's um, you know, fights or, or beatings or murder, uh, you know, uh, and so <clears throat> the internet brings us in a lot of ways, the best of humanity and some of the, the great, uh, human stories as people are helping each other and some of the worst. And so we have to navigate that. Um, and how do we navigate that? And so I'll just share with you a couple of things that I have tried to do. Uh, I'm not perfect, uh, by the grace of God. Um, so far, uh, God has been gracious, and um, but just some sort of principles that I try to live by. Uh, the first is this, um, you know, for instance, uh, at my church uh, with my computer there, um, if any church member comes in at any time and they want to see my computer, they are more than welcome to see it. Um, I have nothing to hide there. And I don't ever, by God's grace, want to hide anything. Um, you know, by and large, people don't ask to see it, but there needs to be a measure of accountability. <clears throat> and so I don't, every time I leave, have it, you know, password protected so that, you know, people can't get in if, if they don't want to. And I, I don't know, for me, I think that's important. It's important to have accountability, especially with the internet. Um, I kind of keep the same principle with my phone. You know, I don't let my kids just grab it and use it whenever they want, but they are allowed on. Uh, use it for certain things. Um, but my wife is allowed anytime she wants to look at my phone and vice versa me with hers. And if you're married and have a spouse, I think that's a really important thing. Um, why would we not want our spouse to see our phone? Uh, that's crazy. I mean, we share just about everything, right? We share our house, we share love, we share children. Why can she not look at my phone and me look at hers? And so I think those are, you know, those are important principles um, to have into play. One of the other ones is 
uh, just in the in the way that I use the internet. I, by the grace of God, don't want to try to ever use the internet to tear people down or to live in a way that's unbiblical. So if I'm going to say something to someone on the internet, I would surely hope, or social media, that I would uh, be willing to say that to them in person and really should probably say it to them first in person. And I understand not every situation allows that, maybe because of miles or time. But the reality is if I'm going to say something about someone um, or even to them, like in a private message or something like that, it should be something that I would say to them in person. And if given the opportunity, uh, hopefully I already have. <clears throat> Those are just some simple principles. Uh, I think another one that I've been trying to do, I'm not perfect at that, but, you know, in my line of work as a, as a pastor, and maybe you're the same, I depend on my phone a lot uh, for people calling, texting, emailing, whatever it is. And so one of the things I try to do is when I get home, uh, to just sit my phone down, let it charge, and not even have it with me for the first 45 minutes to an hour. Um, as I re-engage with my wife on how her day was, we talk about my day, um, talking to the kids about how their day was, uh, try not to have it at the dinner table so that we can have time together as a family. I just think those are important things, you know, things that, um, that, you know, it's so easy to get sucked into that world. We've probably all done it. You know, maybe you get on YouTube or you get on Instagram, or you get on Facebook, or you get on Twitter, um, or whatever it is, you get on Reddit or something, and you can just get lost in a world, and, you know, it's not necessarily always bad, it might be something good, you're learning something, but five minutes quickly becomes 15, which becomes 50, which becomes an hour and a half, and then you've lost time, and it's one thing if it's a, you know, later at night as you're you're going to bed or something like that, but if it's time with our family, that's time we're not going to get back. So those are just some simple principles. There's probably much more that can be said, <clears throat> but I think those are important uh, just to think through. So what about children? Uh, and there's really kind of two different thoughts on this with, with kids and, you know, phones and the internet and stuff like that. One thought uh, that at least in the circles I run in seems to be that you keep kids away from it, you know, as long as you can. And then you introduce it to them, uh, you know, maybe in their teen years um, and let them, you know, uh, get on the internet a little bit, but that's it. Uh, they don't get a phone or anything like that. And to be honest with you, for a long time, I think that was more just the way I kind of thought. We, we introduced our kids uh, to the internet whenever we were with them so we could observe what they were doing and teach them how to use it. But I had decided that, you know, Laura and I, my wife and I had just talked about it and said, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to give my kids a cell phone, you know, or anything like that. And then, oh, it was probably six, seven years ago, uh, we started getting some new cell phones and realizing that at some point, my kids are going to grow up in this world, our children. And I would rather have them navigate through some of these uh, deep waters with us than uh, without some of the wisdom and realizing that there might be some messy things sometimes. And so uh, all of them except uh, one of them have an old phone of ours um, that we've stripped it of everything else and you know they can only use it uh, on Wi-Fi. Uh, they don't take it to school. Our school doesn't uh, allow them, which I think is great to use their phones during school. <clears throat> That's a whole nother thing, but uh, they're there to learn. 
and uh, they don't need their phone. They can use it after school. So um, the, the oldest, she has a, a phone and a plan, so she's able to use it you know, when she gets out of school and things like that, uh, she's driving. But anyway, just teaching them how to use the internet, uh, teaching them, uh, you know, uh, one of the things I talked to them about was you never ever search any kind of a body part of any kind, whether it's eye, hair, or anything else, because about as soon as you start doing that, you're going to get yourself in some trouble. Probably all of us have been there. Um, and you're going to see some things you can't unsee. Uh, we've talked to our kids that if they ever see something that they don't understand or that makes them uncomfortable to come talk to us. And we've had that a few times. And I'm glad for that. Not that I want them to see those things, but we would rather, my wife and I, have that in our home where we can help them navigate it than uh, when they're 19 or 18 and they're over to a friend's house or 16 and we don't know anything about it. Um, uh, one of the other things uh, that we've made as a rule with our children is at any time, their phone is our phone. They live in our home, we love our kids, and we can look at uh, what's on their phone. Um, and no questions asked. Uh, we're the parents, uh, they're the children, and uh, God gave them to us. And so that's, that's a principle that we ask them to live by. The other one is this, um, I'm not saying it never happens, but... We do not want our kids up in the bedroom on their phone by themselves. Uh, they need to be in a common area, like the living room, the kitchen, with someone else. Um, not suggesting that they couldn't be on something when they're in the same room with us, but the chances are probably much less if they're up in their bedroom all by themselves. You, you never know what kind of things you can get into. So, you know, <clears throat> I'm not suggesting that everything here is foolproof. But the idea is as parents, we want to do our best to help our children navigate a world that most of us just kind of started to grow into, you know, in our probably late teens, early 20s. Um, I remember getting my first cell phone when I was about 21 or 22, and you couldn't even get on the internet with that cell phone. I think you could with Blackberries when they came out, but the cell phone I had was just a cell phone. And then probably about 15 years ago, cell phones were able to access the internet, at least the ones I got. Maybe some of you were a little earlier. So, you know, we've had a few years to learn this, but we learned as adults. And there's a lot of different decisions that, and a lot more wisdom that comes with being an adult than it does with a child. So just some things for you to think about. I hope that encouraged you today. Um, you know, we want to do everything we do, as the Apostle Paul says, to the honor and glory of God. And that includes what we look at and what we spend our time with on the internet. For Northeast by Midwest, I'm Jonathan Jones. Have a blessed day.